Light a campfire and everyone's a storyteller. Join us for some thought-provoking and beyond fireside chats. Hello and welcome to Leave Our World a Better Place. I'm your host, Kasia, and today I'll be chatting to Nicole Robinson, Chief Marketing Officer of End Beyond, and Dale Forbes, Head of Strategic Business Development at Swarovski Optique. They will be telling us about how a relationship developed between the African-based luxury travel brand and the Austrian manufacturer of premium quality binoculars, based on shared values and a common love of nature. They will also be giving us some behind-the-scenes insight into the development of their co-branded limited edition birding itineraries, designed to hold the interest of both birding fanatics and their perhaps not-so-vested significant others. Nicole and Dale, thank you so much for coming on to chat to us and um, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much, Kasia. Thank you, Kasia. It's great to be here. Before we get into some of the details that I want to talk about in terms of the actual itineraries that and Beyond and Swarovski have been working on together, and also the partnership between the two brands, I'd like to ask each of you just to introduce your brand. Tell us about it, what it's best known for, and where it comes from. Sure. Thanks, thanks Kasia. Since 1991, we have had the vision that travel can leave our world a better place. So we are known for our 29 unique lodges and our range of travel services in Africa, Asia, and South. America, as well as our care of the land, wildlife and people, and some quite significant impact victories that we've celebrated along the way and milestones. So there's my elevator pitch for you. (laughs) Thank you. Dale, would you like to tell us about Swarovski and Swarovski Optic in particular? Yeah, sure. So Swarovski Optic is a leading manufacturer in premium sports optics. So we make binoculars and spotting scopes and things like that, all for people who love nature. And so kind of a leading light for us is the idea that we're in business for the love of nature. And so getting people out into nature and helping bring them closer to nature to experience nature. Mm. Absolutely. So that's that connection point. And Beyond the End, Swarovski first entered into a partnership in 2019. I'd like to find out a little bit more about what that partnership involved at the beginning and how did it come about. And Nicole, I think you were mainly involved in in negotiating that part from and beyond. Could you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I I can. I think I'd probably like to start with just a little bit about our ethos around what we believe a game drive has the power to do. Because basically on Safari, most of your day, almost eight hours, four hours in the morning and four hours in the evening is on game drive. And so it's a significant amount of time spent with our guides and on our vehicles. And so we believe in the power of a well-interpreted game drive to change guests into planet and wildlife ambassadors. And we also believe that a pair of quality binoculars brings guests much closer to the animals and to an understanding of their plight. So in around 2015, 2016, we started considering, you know, what would it look like to give our guests a, a pair of binoculars to use while they're on game drive for the duration of their stay. And at that point, we looked for a brand that embodied our values of quality and care. And we found that in Swarovski. Swarovski actually approached us around the same time. I happened to 
meet actually one of the sales representatives of Swarovski at Pinder Private Game Reserve, uh, where we got a, a better understanding of who they were and the quality of their units. Our guides, we knew that Swarovski was special because our guides always chose it as their preference when they bought their own pair of binoculars. They always invested very wisely in a pair of Swarovskis. And so in 2018, I think we landed up doing a commercial transaction where we ordered a bulk amount of binoculars for each one of our safari lodges on the circuit, which was sort of the birth of our of our partnership. But it was it was a lot more than a transactional partnership. We could see straight away that there was an alignment of values in the mix. So it really was that intersection between the values of and beyond and Swarovski that formed the foundation for the partnership, wasn't it? Yeah, I'd love to pick up on that point. Uh, I think from our side, from Swarovski Optics side, we were we we're always looking for partners who kind of mirror our ethos and our ideas of uh, around sustainability and caring for nature and interest in nature and experiencing nature through other eyes and up close and personal. And and beyond really encompasses many of those aspects. And it seemed like from the very beginning, it seemed like a, a very natural fit. And it's been wonderful to explore this with and beyond and to develop something really beautiful together. Bringing people closer to nature is very beautiful in and of itself. And to be doing this with friends and like-minded people is wonderful. Yeah, it was. And I think that it's important because it just, I mean, I think we're both in purpose-led businesses, which makes then leveraging any other opportunities that come our way that much easier because the values are aligned from the beginning. So it's a great foundation for a good partnership. Moving on from just having the binoculars in the lodges and in the safari shops to sell, your latest venture together is a set of limited edition itineraries aimed at birders but also customized to appeal to their partners who might not be as enthusiastic about birding. Dale, can you talk a little bit about where the idea for these came from and how it developed? I'd love to, yeah. So lots of people who are very passionate about birding have partners who might not share that passion to the same extent. I'm speaking from experience here, you might hear. (laughs) (laughs) And so there is within a relationship where we care about each other and any sort of partnership, you're looking for experiences that you can enjoy a vacation together, but each of the partners being able to get something really special. And so this idea kind of brewed in our minds and uh, Nicole and I had been and others have been mulling over this idea for years. And then with the anniversary of, of and beyond as a kind of a highlight point, we decided, okay, this is the time to be able to really put this into action. Mm-hmm. Let's find itineraries and ways that we can have a couple where the one can explore birds to their heart's desire and their partner, mm. their beloved can also have a wonderful holiday exploring other things. And they can be doing this together. They can spend time together and time separately enjoying uh, where the partner can be enjoying wildlife or cultural experiences, something a little bit different. And 
This is such an interesting point, and I believe it has a lot of potential because a lot of the birding tour operators, for Mm -hmm. example, they're just looking at focused birding adventures or focused birding trips. And if your partner were to join there, they would just be the plus one. Here we're looking for a well-curated experience where both have a wonderful experience, a wonderful vacation together. Mm. So it's not just tagging along with a birder. And Nicole, I think you can tell us a little bit about how and beyond's depth of offering can help us tailor that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, Kasha. I mean, it's it's always interesting the perspective of a first-time safari goer. They're very, very focused on the big five and the iconic animals that they've heard so much about. And there's almost a list that they want to see. And so in 2006, we actually launched a concept called Starbirds, where we tried to create a soft entry to educate specifically first-time safari goers that there's so much more to these wild experiences than just those five animals and that their safari can be so much richer when you stop sometimes and look at the smaller things. And birds are so amazing in terms of their colors, their, you know, their behaviors, their calls. There's so much to learn when you open up the world of birds that it encourages guests to slow down a little bit and perhaps look at going beyond what they expected the safari will be. And so so this is exciting for us because our guides are so, so well-trained from a, from a birding perspective and they have such a love for birds. And then, of course, they're the, the ones that are in that category of like extreme birders that, that they live and breathe them, um, that this gives them the opportunity to showcase their skills in such an amazing way. And it also profiles the fact that you can go on holiday with your irritating birder, if that's how you see it, and still have an amazing time. But perhaps you'll learn and appreciate stuff yourself uh, at a different level. I can tell you myself, I started out as a non-birder completely. And through spending time in the field, specifically with our guides, I might have crossed the line and be considered a birder now myself because my eyes have literally been opened to the absolutely amazing world that exists beyond just those big five animals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, can you talk a little bit about, you know, what makes you think that these itineraries will resonate with your specific target market and the steps that you've taken to ensure they'll appeal to both those really keen birders that you might have that are part of your following and the non-birders? Dale, can you maybe start off? Yeah, sure. So I suppose the product, it's all about the product. And so we the product that we've developed here, these trips that we've developed, have really got wonderfully curated experiences for the non-birder with the wildlife adventures and cultural experiences, other things where Ambiance is really well positioned to do that. So I think that that aspect is very well taken care of. This is the bread and butter of Ambiance and just so good at that. From the birder's perspective, having really well-trained really experienced guides who know the areas well, that's going to make all the difference for the birders. But then really important as well is making sure that there is a harmony and a balance within the groups. So 
on the itinerary, you're still able to pursue your passions, but also spend time together. So that, that's the product aspect. And I think that that will resonate naturally with lots of people who who already know Swarovski Optic products and who our customers or people who value and love nature. And certainly we have people in both of those camps who are our customers and who are our target customers. Mm-hmm. And Nicole, from the end beyond side, it's actually a little bit different because you haven't really marketed very much specifically at that birding niche before, have you? We have, have struggled because it is quite a niche and our product set sits on the higher end side. And so finding that sweet spot between the luxury traveler and the birder is, is, I guess, what we're looking for because this is a, you know, a lot of birding trips might not necessarily focus too much on the level of the accommodation. They'll be chasing a very specific species or bird um, and they'll want to stay in an area for that amount of time to be able to see it. What we're trying to do is marry the two, allow the birders, we've chosen the destination specifically around the specials that can be seen in those areas for the birders, but then also the quality of experience that the non-birder can have. And then it allows us to sort of cross-pollinate our databases. So we've got a great luxury travel market that when they travel, I mean, I don't think I go anywhere now without my pair of Swarovskis because it doesn't matter if I'm looking at birds or animals or I'm just in a new place and I want to be able to get closer in a wilderness place. They're a very, very useful piece of travel equipment for myself and I'm sure they would be for for the rest of the travelers that travel with and beyond. And so there's a wonderful overlap there around perhaps a luxury traveler who hasn't really seen why they need a pair of binoculars yet. And then for us, the birders who really know the, you know, why you need a quality pair of binoculars, but haven't really experienced any of our destinations. And so that's really exciting for us. So in terms of the itineraries themselves, you've chosen quite a range of destinations to feature as part of the limited edition birding itineraries. Could you talk a little bit about how those destinations were selected? It was an interesting process because there are so many amazing destinations that we could choose. So to just land on five was a challenge. But we looked at at where the world perhaps was most interested in right now, which destinations were open or could be open first, which ones were new or different that might attract some interest. And and I think that's how we landed on Botswana, South Africa, Ecuador, Sri Lanka, and Bhutan. Um, so five very unique, different destinations. I don't know, Dale, is there anything else you want to add in there? I think that's the idea of going to Pinda was necessary because Pinda is kind of the almost the emotional home of and beyond the birthplace. Yes, that's right. And so that was important to us from the beginning. How do we involve that? How do we involve Pinda within this? Having said that, Pinda's got great birds. There's a wonderful selection of birds on offer there through the sand forests and the open savannas and various water bodies. And so it it is in this mega diverse zone within South Africa, which made it a natural choice. But then there's also the Cape Floristic region down around Cape Town, which is interesting 
to a non-birder because it's Cape Town. Cape Town's a wonderful place to visit on vacation. There are whales and all sorts of wonderful things happening around Cape Town, but they're also great birds. And so this combination of Cape Town plus Pindo was just a natural no-brainer from the very beginning. So in addition to the classic South African itinerary, we also looked for a few others in different regions that were offering a really interesting biodiversity or selection of birds. And Ecuador really stood out uh, and beyond has a lot of experience in Ecuador. So that also made it easier. But this is also a country with, I think it's about 1600 species of bird in Ecuador. This is a mega diverse country in a fairly small area. And so we'll be going to the Amazon in eastern Ecuador, but also to the Galapagos, out to the islands. And attached to that, there is an optional extension of going into the into the Andean highland forests, into the cloud forests, which will be a fantastic optional extension there. Another itinerary that we got is in Botswana. So in a couple of camps in Botswana to experience the diversity of what the country has to offer, but also there, once again, having the optional itineraries of going to other places within the region to kind of round it off if you were to want to. So not just Okavango and the savannas, but uh, potentially even going across to Vic Falls. The fourth location, Sri Lanka. We're in five different locations in Sri Lanka, really experiencing a diversity of that wonderful little country, including its culinary diversity and leopards and great birds. Indian pitters, things like that. Just wonderful. And Bhutan is one of those countries that has got a real charm and appeal culturally, uh, socially, but also the birds are really special. We've got a wonderful range of Himalayan birds, and that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a beautiful adventure. Mm, Absolutely. It sounds like it. Now, Nicole, earlier you mentioned a little bit about the birding guides and specifically in the and beyond context. Dale, could I ask you to speak a little bit about why it is so essential to have a specialized birding guide on these itineraries? And then Nicole, could you tell us a little bit more about who will be leading these expeditions and what makes them stand out? So on a birding trip, you really want to have a a specialist birding guide who is very familiar with the birds of that region and knows where to find what. So especially the specials, you want somebody who knows like, okay, we're going to go to this area because there's a breeding pair of whatever, and you can go there and find it. And if you're wanting to see special birds, having a guide who is really good with calls, particularly with calls, but also just habitat and understanding of the habitat and the kind of behavior of the birds is really, really useful. They're going to be able to find you things you couldn't necessarily find by yourself. About the guys who've been selected to lead the itineraries um, and who they are and and why them. Sure, Kasha. I think it's it's very important to note that there are two guides on each of these itineraries. And there's 12 guests. And so what that allows for is that each guide to have six guests. 
So be it if they're going on a birding adventure, the birders would go with the one guide and the non-birders would go with the other. For us, it's important that both of the guides are quality guides in terms of the wildlife experience that they're going to interpret as well as birds. Very often on a traditional safari, if you are booking just a room in one of our lodges, you will share a vehicle with four other guests. There's normally up to six on a vehicle traditionally. And our guides have to be incredibly well-trained to manage the expectations of the guests on those vehicles. They may want to see the small things and other guests that are very impatient with the small things and just want to tick off the big. So our guides are very, very well-trained in managing the expectations of a group. All of them would be very well-primed to host a mixed group of birders and non-birders. But then what we have done is we've selected really specialist birders in each place to be able to guide those itineraries. Mm, Absolutely. Now, in addition to these hand-picked destinations and also the very, very specialized guides, there are also a couple of creative ways that you found to enhance the guest experience while promoting both of your brand's products. Could you tell us a little bit about that, Dale, maybe starting with you? I think one of the things that separates out a good guide from a knowledgeable guide is that a really good guide is not just about identifying things and telling you the names of things, but telling the stories about the birds and the wildlife you're seeing, about the ecosystem you're in, and kind of putting it in a context and telling that story, drawing you in. And I think that that's something that And Beyond is always focused on and specialized in, making sure that that you're understanding the context of where you are, because it's only through that context that you can really start to care, generate a, a deeper emotional bond with where you are. And that reflects the ethos of Swarovski Optic as well, kind of being in there for the love of nature. Mm. That really creates a sense of expectation and and tantalizing almost. Nicole, can you speak a little bit about how you're going to be marketing these itineraries in tandem with the two brands? Because it's it's it is a little bit different to what N Beyond has done on its own before. Yes, it is, and we we are so excited to be partnering with Swarovski on this. During uh, COVID, we we did have the opportunity of partnering on some live events with Swarovski, where we broadcast live from many of our destinations using their equipment to bring birds onto the screen from around the globe. We're really excited to bring more of those live events onto the calendar in the time period between when we launch and when these itineraries travel. They will be hosted by the guides that will be hosting the itineraries so our customers and clients can get to know these guides as well in terms of the expertise that they can bring to the trip. And then we're looking at influences and media on one of these experiences where we combine pure birders with travel media, letting the birders learn a little bit more about the destinations and uh, travel media learn a little bit more about birding, which will be, I think, a lot of fun as well. And then, of course, we will both be mining our databases and through social media, 
and generating as much content like podcasts like this as we can. And we'd love to do a specific, you know, podcast on the, you know, individual itineraries and what you can expect specifically from a birding perspective with one of our guides. And so, yeah, we're going to be having fun playing and creating together, which is a really, really awesome opportunity for us. And we as a team are very, very excited. Well, I'm really looking forward to the little booklets that and beyond are putting together. So these are going to be exciting guides to the destination where you're getting a feel for where you're going, kind of whetting your appetite for what you're going to be experiencing there. And so this will be coming to you ahead of time and you can learn a little bit about the birds, get a feeling for where you're going and learn about the the countries and the regions and maybe a little bit about the history. And that's going to be an exciting time. And the idea is that the guests attending these trips will also have a lone pair of binoculars from Swarovski Optic to use on their trip. So they'll get this ahead of time, a little package with kind of these binoculars to use for the trip and that guidebook. And also looking into telling those stories. So both and beyond and Swarovski Optic, we can then be using the the channels that Nicole had mentioned. We can use social media. We can use our newsletters to tell these very interesting stories. These are five fascinating destinations. And I think that there are wonderful stories to be told about these areas, even if I may say like independent of our trips, like they're just really interesting places. And uh, I think that, that this is valuable content to be sharing with the world. As we all know, the pandemic is still top of mind. And whoever thought that we'd still be here a year and a half later. But many of the places that we're talking about are areas that really need ecotourism. Ecotourism stabilizes the and conserves these areas Without ecotourism, many of these areas are really struggling. We've got lots of people who are whose livelihoods have been made difficult by stimulating ecotourism and by telling these stories, we can really help to make a, a real solid difference on the ground to these places. Yeah, Dale, and just to follow on that, I think every one of these places, they're all in the natural world and are open air. It is a small group of only 12 people. And so they're quite perfectly placed to what we hear travelers are looking for at the moment as well. The ability to be outside in the open air. And then if you can make a positive impact with your travel at the same time, all the better. Mm. On that, Nicole, the actual details of the itineraries. I know at the moment they're being marketed as limited edition itineraries available on set dates, as you said, for small groups. But is there flexibility within that for somebody who wants to travel on a different date or who wants to organize a very exclusive and separate trip, maybe just for themselves and their partner? We would never say no to tailor making anything. I guess the difference will come in is in the cost because to be able to have a guest be able to do something separate to their partner, you would require another guide. And so for a smaller group, it becomes a little bit more expensive, but we are always, always open to tailor making whatever a guest wants to do. So if if that's something they just want to do with their own family and it's a group of four or six, you know, that's also possible. Very, very doable. A small group journeys, 
are a wonderful way for us to showcase sort of what type of holidays we can tailor make. It's a sample. And if those dates don't work or there is a way to make it happen at a different time, then we will certainly work on that. We'll just have to work on Swarovski (laughs) around the benefits. We are curating very specific benefits for the small group that might not be applicable to a tailor-made tour, but we also open to any opportunities that might come if guests do want to pursue something on a real like-for-like basis. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Dale, is there anything you'd like to add from your side? This is a very exciting time as the world is starting to open up again. We're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. We see people having discovered nature in a way that I don't remember in my lifetime. There's been a massive surge in interest in in nature and in birds, and people have discovered nature for themselves. And I think that that is wonderful. That is very hopeful. And I hope that now as things start to open up, that people are starting to think about their place in the world, but also about areas that really need to be protected, that need to be conserved. And these trips are a wonderful inspiration in that direction. I think that they offer a lot. It's a wonderful way to spend time with your loved ones and with other like-minded people in a relaxed, enjoyable, entertaining, and learning experience. I would agree with that, Dale. It's a really, really amazing time now to look at how and why you travel. And these trips are an incredible opportunity to reconnect to each other and to the natural world at all different kinds of levels. Thank you both very much. I'm really looking forward to having some of the guides on the podcast to talk about the itineraries in more detail. But I think you've given us a really, really great glimpse into what they can offer and why they're going to be so exciting. So thank you both very much. Thanks, Kasha. Thank you, Kasha. Thank you for listening to Leave Our World a Better Place. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure that you never miss an episode. If you'd like to find out more about and beyond, please log on to our website at andbeyond.com.